What's up, goons? We are here. We're doing a whole thing. This is an after-record of a thing where we thought we were alive for a while. My, uh, I'm your host, Chris from Brooklyn, joined, as always, by my stalwart, if not the most effective producer, Mike Harrington. How are you, Mike? Chris, honestly, stalwart is all hell, because this episode, at some point... Is gonna be live on the Gas Digital Network. We're doing we're this we're term Terminator timelining. We're doing all kind of. We're all over the place. I'm we, not doing more time. We got to start the other shows. Uh yeah. So uh, old right, so moving on. Old business. <laughs> old business. Moving on. So I'm gonna do a, a brief interview with uh, if you recall our good friend Andrew from Smoked Honey. He's gonna be at Skankfest. Fuck yeah. Um and he uh. uh has a very interesting story about what happened to those guys. And, you know, we talked about, uh, after recreation, we talked about, this is why this is old business. Because remember a while back, we talked about that uh, series in the LA Times where they were talking about since recreational got passed in California, how fucked up the conditions are in a lot of weed farms. No. Remember we were talking about they were saying, yeah, like, yeah, the Albanian yeah, yeah. mob fucking took over a bunch of them. They were finding fucking illegal immigrants in them that were fucking human trafficked. Um, so he's got a lot of story about like how, you know, they had a legal business for years and then all of a sudden he did not have a legal business anymore and the shit kind of hit the fan. So he, you know, so we're going to kind of talk about that, touch on that. Um, so that'll be a fun show and other, other old business. This is something we talked about fucking two years ago, Mike, two fucking years ago. Okay. Uh, remember when I said I want us to electrocute our brains and do transcranial direct current stimulation to see if we get better at stuff? We were going to combine that with ketamine therapy. Yes. I do remember this. Okay. I bought one of those machines. No. It's at my house. We're going to get on this. I've decided the first thing I'm going to do is see if it makes me significantly better at darts because I think that's on brand for this program. I mean, dude, you are – here's the thing. You can't cheat the listeners with this one because you are already getting pretty damn good at darts. Yeah, but I want to see if it gets me over the hump. You think this is it? Like you're going to go from like you know uh, uh, an also a decent, ran a decent bar darts player to doing very well, like the kind of guy who's like, oh yeah, that's our bar sending this guy to yes. the national trials. Yes, I want to be that guy. Bull shooter? Are you going bull shooter or felt board? I, dude, I can't. There's none. They're just standard board. I'm going. That's what I have in my house. I'm not going to put a bull shooter in my house. It's crazy. Dude, Alex has keeps threatening to buy me a bull shooter for uh, like Christmas. a full size one. Yeah, like an arcade one. Yeah, you can get them for like under a G on Amazon. That's dope. You should definitely get that. Why would you not want that? It's just the cabinet takes up so much room. Mm. So she's thinking about like one of the like ones you can hang on the wall that the whole cabinet is in. Yeah, put some wood nice. around it. I think it'd be nice. Yeah. Um, we played one round, and she's hooked on darts now. Nice. Yeah. It's great. Nice. It's super fun. It's, I, I've been having a good time with it. You know how I like to dip into hobbies. <laughs> um, <laughs> Do you juggle the darts before you throw them? No. no Dude, I, that's a... Listen, combine your... like. Well, that's why I bought this electric brain stimulator. So that I can get good. So here's the thing. The reason why I want to try it with darts first, and I've been wanting to do this for years. That was actually one of the first interviews I ever did was I interviewed two neuroscientists about transcranial direct current st stimulation because they had a, an episode of Radiolab about it. And the thing that the lady did that was the, the reporter was just like got in overnight, got very good at the like U.S. sniper training fucking video game thing that they put snipers in. Like overnight. She like had like the lowest score they'd ever seen. And then did it again, and they were like, this is a passing score. But she was wearing the electrodes. Yo. 
this actually like this is this would be if we just did a whole I mean lots of people do it. If we did a whole video series of like you not having a skill, then you get a night of this machine and YouTube videos. Yeah. Well, I mean we can always edit it together to make it seem like I'm killing it. You know what I mean? What do you, no, no, no. We we can't again, can't cheat the audience, dude. You got to be no, but I, the audience will help us cheat new rubes. <laughs> I think the audience is all it. They're in on and it. And you can email us at askthegoon at gmail.com if you want to help us scam some rubes. Not you guys. New rubes. <laughs> help us find <laughs> noobs, and scam. if you will. Noobs, yeah. Noobs. Prepubescent rubes. Pubes. <laughs> oh. All right. So that, that's old business. Also, obviously... Uh, you're listening to this on Friday. I will be with Dave Smith today and tomorrow, uh, October 22nd and 23rd. Right? That's correct. Those are the correct dates, right? Yes, 22nd and 23rd at Governor's in Levittown. Come through to those shows. Uh, it's going to be fucking great. And then, uh, obviously, Skankfest is next week. And then the following weekend, October 7th, me and Mike will be hosting uh, Blood and Suds in Perryville, Maryland. Just found out I'm probably going to miss a teenager's birthday party to host this thing. And I'm all in, dude. I'm nice. all in. What's teenager? Uh, just a, uh, one of Alex's cousins. So I got out of a family party yeah. to go... A teenage girl's birthday party? To go to... A 16th birthday? 13th. No way you would have had fun at that. <laughs> I would have to Do you think I would have had fun at a 16-year-old party? No, but it would be less weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know it's not going to be weird? Mm. Blood and Suds in Blood Perryville, and Maryland. Perryville, Maryland. We're gonna get... Oh, and somebody asked if we want to go on a boat earlier in the day. Alex has never turned down a boat in her life. We uh, we'd have to leave pretty early if we're gonna go boating, dude. We're gonna leave the baby behind. We're gonna go. It's I'm fine. I'll leave early to go boating. Okay, I'm gonna figure this out this week. I'm gonna email him. I'm gonna uh, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna get this done. I'm so excited for that, Chris. When I tell you, I've been talking. Me and Alex have been talking about this almost nonstop. Okay, I'm good. so excited, I'm excited for Blood and Suds. Yes. come on out, Perryville, Maryland. Yeah, hell yeah, it's gonna be awesome. I feel like there was a guy who. Like called in or, or left a message. Somebody, I heard somebody from Maryland very recently speaking, and I was like, "Yo, you know what this guy would love?" Blood and suds. And I guarantee he's listening right now. No, of course. I cannot remember your name, but man, you got like an accent that made me think you were from Alabama, and I had to remind myself four times you're from Maryland. All right, come on out, dude. Yeah, it's gonna be fucking. And fun everybody time. else who's hearing this. Everybody just come from all over the country to come to Blood and Suds. Fuck Skankfest. It's night fighting. Fuck Carnival of Combat. What is even that? Okay, I mean, let's, let's not go that far. Main event. Yeah. All right. I'll keep that other conversation we had about you trying to co-main event things out of this fucking episode of this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna get a. Uh, I'm gonna get a third belt, which means I gotta get a third belt holder. Yeah, probably some extra belt loops. All right. What? You're going to refatten after this, I'm sure. No, nah, dude. I need extra belt loops because my belts are getting too tight, dude. What are you down to? Two, I'm under 240 for the first time in... Does that mean you're 239.8? Maybe. Okay. The goal is 225, dog. I was 260-something when I started. Hmm. Getting there. Yeah, you are. You look, you, look, you, you look back to regular fat guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like a yeah. regular fat guy. I think it's because you're like a solid fat. You've always, you when you were just always regular fat guy, you were like a solid fat. I'm at 225. I'm still gonna be pretty fat. But you got fucking gross for a while there. 
Yeah. You gained significantly more weight than Alex did when she was pregnant. Oh, right? significantly. Because she was making you get her all this food and then well, eating some of it and you were eating the rest. That's not true. Alex gained Alex gained more weight than me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but then she got rid of a lot of it. Oh, yeah. It was the baby out of her. For her, it was mostly baby. Yeah. For me, it was all ice fat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. It was all ice cream. All right. So, yeah. Blood and Suds, October 7th. Come to that. Moving on. All right. Uh, Mike, you told me about something with uh, uh, migrants uh, in, in Texas. Now, the, the migrant thing is just, it's crazy how this has become such a real problem. Did you see Eric Adams was complaining uh, about he's suing cities for not in New York for not taking migrants? Did you see that? Wait, wait, no, I did and not. So they had to drop the lawsuit. The Adams, the Eric Adams, Eric Adams administration had to drop the lawsuit because they uh, basically a judge said, all right, well, you're going to have to uh, take this lawsuit to each individual county in the county. And then if you're suing a township, you have to do it in the township. And it was like <laughs> the city just couldn't. Even New York City didn't have enough lawyers to deal with this horseshit. Um, <laughs> or, I mean, you're not winning. You're not winning most of it. All you have to do is lose one, and now all of a sudden, pff, the rest yeah. of them are all bing, 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 bing. And, like, here's the thing. Those judges in those small places, you know where they live? Those small places. It's not like in New York City where, like, if you're a judge, you make a lot of money and you live in a nice neighborhood in New York City, and you're like, yeah, bring the migrants in, but make sure they're over there. You know what I mean? Um, so you have something in Texas. This guy actually is figuring out how to make money off migrants and not just ha- making them sell oranges outside. If you're an orange wholesaler in any of these big migrant boom towns, just you go to the migrant place. You know how they have them all in the hotels and they're outside? You go with boxes of oranges and you hold them on your shoulders and you stand outside walking up and down the street trying to sell them boxes of oranges so they can break that down into bags of oranges to sell on the side of the road. That's actually the move. That's how you profit off migrancy. This is an orange pyramid scheme. Yeah. I like it. It's an orange pyramid. (laughs) Um, Okay, so this guy... Uh, I'm not sure his name, uh, but a certain developer in Texas essentially like bought. So this, this is from this is from the Daily Wire. Uh, yeah, and they're, and they're hating on this. Yes, they are uh, mostly because um, <clears throat> oh, developer Trey Harris uh, he gives them direct home loans. Okay, so from himself, from himself, which so, is not illegal, and he can charge. You know, at, at that point, you're not regulated. Well, no, there is a. In New York State, if you give a personal loan, you, there is a minimum and a maximum you can charge. Right. I'm, okay, but it's it's still going to be beyond the scope of what he would make if these people went to a bank and somehow got credit and got a mortgage Hell and yeah. paid him whatever. He's sure. making way more on the interest on these houses. Sure. I mean, we don't know what he's charging. Mean, and here's the thing. Texas might not have a limit. I'm talking about New York State, right. in which I've been party to some of these types of transactions where they go... You're limited to seven. I think it's seven percent. Hmm. Uh, the upper end. So it's currently it's forty miles north of Houston. Which, by the way, crazy right now. That's like mortgage rates. Like that was like New York was like I think it's like seven eight percent. Maybe it's more now. But like they're like you're not allowed to charge more than this for a personal loan in New York. That's mortgage. Like if you go to like a non traditional mortgage broker, they're going to charge you seven to eight percent. Yeah. Um. So what did this guy do, Trey Harris? Which, by the way, is the most Texas real estate name I've ever heard. Uh, so he bought up like uh, he bought up a, a giant swath of land, right? Okay. Became a developer, made all like these same cookie, like you know, did developer stuff. Yeah, yeah, 
yeah, fucking little boxes, the fucking weed shit. Exactly. You build a suburb for illegal migrants right by the Texas border. Because a lot of people don't want to live by the Texas border anymore because of all the illegal migrants. 40 miles north of Houston. 40 miles north of Houston. Okay. Right. So, and then set it up so we can do direct loans. So everybody in the town essentially, like, owes this guy a ton of money. Mm -hmm. He's now deus ex machina. He's the god in the machine in this town. Okay. Sick to begin with. Yeah, he's porky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, 75,000 people currently living in this town. Okay. They say with uh, expected birth rates and, and what the intel they've been able to gather in this town could reach 250,000 people. All right, all right. That's just the Daily Wire being like Mexicans becoming in people. Yeah. This that's... is that they're over I think they're overestimating. First of all, let me throw this out there. You know how they keep throwing out the uh the number of the uh white people will be the minority in this country by this date? Right. It's like global warming. That number has been being predicted since we were kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Like, they... it just keeps getting pushed back another 20 years. You know why? Because fucking Hispanic people get here and they go, eh, maybe we don't need so many kids. It's kind of nice here. You know it would be nice? Let's go see the Grand Canyon. You know it would be nice to have less than three kids at the Grand Canyon. <laughs> True. You're yeah. going gonna to lose a kid if you got more than well, it's three. it's also just kind of like if you get a third kid, now all of a sudden you can't have a good car. You know what I mean? Like, it's like we could have a nice car. It's America. Because the tariffs on all these fucking vehicles are more money. Actually, probably not cars. Well, for Mexicans, probably not that bad because they got plants down there. But all those South American countries, they fuck you on the import tax. Do you know how much fucking Bronx Johnny, he like literally would buy shit for his fucking stepson here and bring it to Ecuador? Because if you try to buy like a PS5 in Ecuador or PS4 in Ecuador, it was like $400 more than it costs here. Like American Jesus. dollars, not Ecuadorian dollars, which are basically just fucking confetti. <laughs> yes so this Just guy has like done this and why are they mad so how is he how is he guaranteeing he's gonna get the money from these people it's also texas which is super friendly to landlords so he can kick them out at any given time oh yeah and how crazy is that you're trying to make money off these migrants but then you're and <laughs> but now you're using the very government that you've screwed over who's mad at mad at you because i'm sure the government of texas is angry about this they can't be happy but however though he is just, like, housing these migrants. And what's he telling them to go do? Work? Who cares? True. Like, I need to know more about this. This is a good scheme. Let's, let's watch the video. I mean, it's just, a, it's just an overhead shot of the, uh, of the thing, but of the, like, the development. They're just showing you from the air how big it is. Oh, okay. Damn, it's big. Bro, 75,000 people. That's not a small number. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. Damn. Good for that guy. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, here's the thing. That's the American way. Uh -huh. You find a need for a thing. Now, if it turns out he's, like, really fucking these people over, but if he's actually getting them all on a path to homeownership, like, if he's getting a bunch of migrants on the path to homeownership and wealth building in America, he's a good person. True. Like, if they're working legally... Who cares? If they're paying taxes, who cares? Like, I don't know why anybody would be mad at this. Why is the Daily Wire mad at this? Uh, well, I mean, how could they be paying taxes if they're illegal immigrants? A lot. They've done studies on this. A lot of illegal immigrants use fake Social Security numbers, and then they just get the taxes automatically taken out, and then they don't file for tax returns. So they're paying the money. Their employer's taking the money out. This happens pretty often. Oh, yeah, and they're not going to owe anything. No. Because they're, yeah. Yeah. Because right. they're not making that much money. 
Um, but, I mean, I don't know how fucking valid those numbers are. They could be all over the place. Who the fuck knows? But, um, yeah, good for fucking Trey Harris. I wish I thought of that. It's a fucking great idea. Moving that on. is pretty smart. Yeah, moving on. We got to talk about our friends over at YoCreatum.com. Yes, I know you're not supposed. We are live, and you're not supposed to get an ad on this. But again, it's the Notification Takeover, and we do the ads right in the show. So what I need you to do is go to YoCreatum.com. They are the home of the sixty-dollar kilo. If you love Kratom and you love this place and you love all the content we make around, your Yo Kratom is the longest-running sponsor of the Gas Digital Network. So go to YoCreatum.com. They're the home of the sixty-dollar kilo. And while I have you right now, let me point out that again, if you're listening to this live and you're Online on GasDigitalNetwork.com. The phone lines are open. It's 573-GAS-LINE. Feel free to call in, ask us any questions you got, help us fucking scam new rubes, anything you want. Thank you. Yo Kratom, courtesy of YoKratom.com, the home of the $60 kilo. Moving on. Chris, I got some bad news. What happened? Uh, we have not uh, actually been live streaming. Why would you do this to me? I mean, I didn't. I didn't know. You, so are you just gonna turn the, th- the live stream on now. I at some point I'm trying to do the thing. I'm stalling. I'll stall for a few minutes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, while I'm talking about this and you're trying to get that done, I feel like I may as well talk about. I owe an apology to one Dave Portnoy. Dave Portnoy, uh, CEO of Barstool Sports, uh, went on Twitter yesterday and caught a uh, Washington uh, Post reporter in a lie saying that she was not negatively reaching out to sponsors of his One Bite Pizza Festival, which I am anti. I am anti One Bite Pizza Festival. I will say that. Uh, Now, I get that all these pizza vendors are going to be there, but it's not like if if they don't have their home field advantage, you don't know what that pizza tastes like. I don't like a mass-produced thing. Like, you ever go to a restaurant and it's good, then you go to a party that's catered at the same restaurant, you're like, what happened to this food? It, you can't large batch things. Like, if you go to a place during fucking restaurant week, the same dish isn't as good the week before. I don't, I don't co-sign the dollar, the one-bite pizza festival, right? However, I do co-sign the fact that Dave Portnoy, like, recorded and called out a reporter for being negative immediately and being like, hey, you're writing a hit piece on me. And they're like, she's like, no, like, we just kind of say mean things so people respond. We were going to say nice things once they responded. Oh, yeah? So basically what he said was, he goes, he goes, hey, so I'll read the email that you sent to our main sponsor. Reads it off, and it's basically like, so we're just trying to get some comments from you on how you feel about being uh, associated with Dave Portnoy, uh, no misogynist. He kept saying mis- misogynist or something. He was misogynist. Not, misogynist. He was not pronouncing it correctly, yeah. and it was driving me fucking nuts. Oh, no, dude, that was my favorite part. It, yeah, he is too rich to not know how to spell that name that he's been accused of being. No, he was clearly trolling her, which was chef's kiss. You think dude. so? Yes, 1,000%. I think he was just fired up. Everything he does is a troll. Everything he does is, is a low-key troll, and that's what I respect about him. And he kept that same energy while getting this viral video that finally it has people like It sounds like when him. Sabu would say that when he would mess things up in ECW, he actually did it on purpose. Because if he was actually doing that all the time, he would, of course, mess it up sometimes. But he never actually messed up. This is, that sounds like that. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like the ramblings of a cokehead. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I never get anything wrong. When I do get anything wrong, it's because I'm trolling. Get, yeah, me too. No, it's simply that word. I know he knows how to say it right. I think he just said it wrong and just kept saying it wrong. I think he said it wrong to fuck with her. Perhaps. 
However, I will say he called her on it. And like it is kind of crazy that she was just like, well, that's kind of common journalistic practice. And he goes, yeah, that's the problem. Do not see why this is a problem. You started at bad and you called my sponsor. What? How about if they didn't respond and just pulled out of the event? Right now he's out a sponsor. Now you've just fucked with his money and you still don't have an article. And she came out and said, that's that I did that because I know it's your most high profile and your marquee sponsor. Exactly. That's the one he, she went hard on. Yes. He, he, that's the one who he probably has the best relationship with. So they just like, it would be like if we went to the fine people over at yokratum.com, like somebody emailed them and said, Oh, the home of the $60 kilo, the home of the $60 kilo. And so if somebody went to them and uh, uh, said, Hey, Chris is wiling out. Listen to all these things he said. The guys that run YoKratom.com, since they are the biggest sponsor of this form of comedy, uh, would call me up personally, and they'd go, Chris, uh, just so you know, this person is doing this. Handle it how you will. Now, I am not Dave Portnoy, so I would murder those people. Just dead in the streets. You know who you're not going to murder? Your stalwart producer who got this live on Gas Digital Network halfway through the show. As I'm confessing to a murder, Mike? (laughs) Ridiculous. This this would never fucking fly at Barstool, my new favorite thing. I don't think all the stuff they do is corny at all. I don't think it's bro-y for no reason and tailgate culture is gayer than butt-fucking a man. You're not a 30-year-old man who wants to ask funny people, uh, you know, the 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 Twitter questions? Look, look, all I know is Saturday is for Wait, the boys. Wait, that's my life. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, exactly. That is actually your life. Saturday's for the boys. That's what I know. You know what? Honestly, I'm all in on them now. Like, I, I came in here to shit on them. I started with, like, a trying to take down Barstool. 100% in the bag for them. They have a $100,000 contest. For, it's quote-unquote surviving Barstool. I don't know what that means. I'm assuming what? it's like a Barstool's version of Survivor. Is Do we just have to get drunk? I don't know. 100K to the winner. Whatever that means. It's just like the, the David Prize is up to 200K. Okay. The David Portnoy Prize is 100K, but you don't have to... I bet it's easier to win. I bet. I, I bet it's... You don't have to be probably a minority. There's only 12 people going for it, and I, I say think it's pretty strange that the people keep winning the David Prize. You know, I'm just saying. I think at this point... We should have... Actually, the, it's open again. We should have Luke resubmit our old submission. So that chart you were saying about like uh, when the, the, the races is going to level off, it already has. Because oh. we are the minority of David Prize winners. That's true. We are, and, and nominees. Although, we, I feel like we got honorable mention around the office. Definitely. Like, there's no they re- way they retweeted us. <laughs> there's no. Here's the thing. There's no retweets, obviously, but I do think there was like a a message put out in Slack that said, "Yo, come check out my computer," <laughs> and he just kept showing it to every other person who worked in the office. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> like, he's not gonna email that around. Like, that's a one and done no, thing. When I, when I congratulated Caesar for winning, they did retweet my our thing. Oh really? Our our yeah. submission? Yeah. Our sub- oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, because he also was just like he also thought it was hilarious. That's such a honestly, we're kind of dicks for submitting the same year that your boy happened to win. I didn't know if he was submitting. Come on. I didn't. You had no clue. He's got a lot of wheelings and dealings. Who do you hear about the David Prize from? I saw it on a billboard. 
I would assume him. Of all your friends who would tell you about the David Prize, that seems like your most likely. I actually have a friend named David who might tell me about the David Prize. Okay. And not just because his name is David. He works in, like, education and stuff. Your boy works. He's He's got them big glasses, and he's black, like, with the big the fucking Rothstein glasses <laughs> you know that motherfucker Damn, dude, yeah, he listens he, too he knows about all the charities he yeah, listens to the yeah. NPR he that knows about awful. grants that are available dude he gave a fucking uh, he's a dick for not telling you about that, it what's that thing where you say that the land is stolen land land acknowledgement he did a land acknowledgement at his wedding no yeah where did he and get and he's black <laughs> I guess that's one where it's like, all right, in for a penny, in for a pound. Sure. You know? I guess. But, like, you're going to acknowledge stolen land? Stolen people. I'm acknowledging both by the statement. Mm. That's true. I did I did take back his card, though. I'm not, I'm not paying money for stolen land. That's crazy. Yeah, I agree. You know, I, I don't support that sort of thing. Can't. But so Dave Portnoy, what, uh, do you know what the, his prize is? What? $100,000. What's the contest? It's surviving a bar stool. What does that mean? You need to survive. I've never once fallen off of a bar stool. <laughs> um, no, no, no. It's, uh, it's a, like I said, it's like their version of Survivor. Do, just in their office? Because I can out drink those guys. I don't care what they say. No, it's like a bunch of different challenges and stuff. Is one of them a case race? Because I'll win. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, do you want me to? Uh, here's the here's their episode list. Oh God, I'm not doing all this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna show these videos. But the point I'm making is, they do inner office contests where the winner gets a hundred thousand dollars. There's one of them calling up a Washington Post reporter that somebody else gave me the phone number of and yelling at them because I could do that. <laughs> That'd be pretty sick. I'd be great at it. I'd be like, how dare you write this hit piece on me? And they'd be like, who are you? And I would just make up a name. You should sign up. You should sign up to work at Barstool. Mm. Like, to be like, look, I just want to get in the contest. I know I can beat any of you pussies in a case race. Oh, 100%. So now we're live, though. Yes, we are live. Okay. Moving on. You know, somebody in the Discord made a comment about how long it takes you to hit that button. Why'd you reach the other side then? So now you can do it very quickly. I just realized I have the the box up where I can just I can just one button push it instead of needing to pull up a different screen and do a whole bunch of stuff. You just realized that after three years of doing this show. All right, so look, we're live on Gas Digital right now. Finally, uh, 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 this is going to sound very funny going out, but uh, um, if you're in the chat. And you feel like calling in the numbers 573 gas line. We will take calls at the end of the show. 573 gas line. Uh, so call in with that. Moving on. Mike, you know what we haven't done in a while? Uh, I don't know. We picked some bones last week. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What haven't we done in a we while? We haven't found out what's new with the Taliban. What's new, Taliban? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's new, Taliban? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, <laughs> it's a drop. I prepared for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hit, you hit, you hit the cue re- very well. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so the Taliban, uh, uh, I, I found this article. I think it's a little old, but you pull up the article that I found about the Taliban after they took over, took back over Afghanistan. Uh, since it's the high holidays, Jewish holidays, I figure we may as well talk about this. Uh, pull this up for me. 
the last Jews in Afghanistan argued so much the Taliban kicked them out of prison and stole their Torah. Now, the end of that is kind of mean. But apparently, what I under, from what I understand, is they were arguing about the definition of work on the Sabbath. Okay. And by the way, it's so funny. I saw this right after I was I'm biking. I'm biking through Midwood, Brooklyn, and obviously it's the holidays. But do you know that, like, first of all, I'll throw this out there. Judaism is just an entire religion about getting around the religion. Like, the whole thing. What do you mean? Like, I heard once, I don't know how true this, I should actually ask Ari the next time I see him. But I heard if you live on a peninsula, you're allowed to drive on the Sabbath. On a peninsula? Why? That's why there's so many Jews in, like, Manhattan Beach. Is this this can't come on? I don't know. I heard that, um, but I all there's also this thing where there's like you can have like a, a, a an area where if it's the holidays you can violate Sabbath, right? And like, it's you'd think that they'd have to like build a thing, right? They just like hang a wire and bless the wire. It's like you know when they put the drop of blood in the doorways in Demon Night. That's how, I guess that's how it works with this fucking string. Yeah. And I'm going through I'm going through Midwood, Brooklyn. And I realized I'm three blocks in, and I go, the whole block's got the wire. The whole you, you guys aren't even doing the stuff. You're just wearing the outfits. You guys are cosplaying at this point. <laughs> You're like the hipsters celebrating Purim because they needed an extra fucking Halloween. Cosplaying Jews? Could be. Purim, by the way. While we're talking about Jewish people. And you know, I have an affinity for Jewish people. I uh, uh, I saw some wild shit at the foreclosure auction in Brooklyn today. Motherfuckers were getting threatened. They were threatening to fucking handcuff motherfuckers. We'll talk more about that later. When is Purim? Purim is, I think, in the spring. But it is the Jewish Ooh. Halloween, essentially. That's per- It's like, it literally is. that the, It's it's like Halloween's half birthday. Yeah. It's it, um, And so, a lot of hipsters do that. But, like, it's so funny. Like, I don't know if they're still doing it. But, like, way past where it was acceptable... Fucking Orthodox Jewish kids in Midwood were dressed as like Islamic terrorists. I'm talking about eight year olds. Islamic terror, like in blackface, wearing basketball jerseys. Like fucking wild shit. I mean, you can go for it if it's an insular neighborhood. That's true. That's true. Who are you offending? And it's a holiday, and they're not allowed to use phones on holidays. And we're talking about, I mean, realistically, if it's a Halloween thing. You dress up as the scariest thing you can think of. And for them, those are the two scariest <laughs> things. Race riots in Brooklyn and fucking the ta- and, uh, Iran and such. Uh, but so, yeah, we're checking in. What's new with the Taliban? What's new, Taliban? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, so they have a new human resource. Is it? No, it's a, it's a tourism Twitter account, correct? And this is real. It's verified. No, I believe it's, I think you're, it's the Taliban Public Relations Department. Okay. And the one account that they follow uh, is the Afghanistan Ministry of Foreign Affairs. Okay, so I think, I believe this is, so it was an old account that got removed from Twitter when the criticism was um, Donald Trump is off Twitter, but Louis Farrakhan and the Taliban are both on Twitter. It doesn't make any sense. And then... Donald Trump is back on Twitter, and then the Taliban, I, I feel like they just made a new Twitter, and then they were like, let's see how long this goes. We just pay eight bucks? We got eight bucks. We're the fucking Taliban. We got this opium money. And this ta- this account, and you, you go, maybe this is a troll account. And you start reading it, and you go, I don't know, it reads like the Taliban wrote this. I mean, but it also reads like the Taliban are kind of trolls. 
the Taliban are definitely kind of. Tr- Do you remember when we <laughs> talked about how they were upset at having to work in offices because they miss jihad? Yeah. Yeah. This is like when that guy, Michael Rechtenwald, got the fucking Twitter account about the being an NYU professor and he was mad at all the trans kids and he was tweeting out of that. This is just them doing that, but they can do it publicly because they're fucking warlords. They do whatever they want. Let's read some of these tweets. Yeah. I mean, this is... Honestly, what's more troll behavior than wanting an unending jihad? Well, yes, exactly. Dude, the jihad that never ends? I like how... I like this one. Afghanistan is black. It's not. I don't know why they said that. Afghanistan is also red. They're they're just showing the different kind of architecture, features, things of their people. I mean, I don't know, man. They're, They're selling me. It looks pretty good. Dude, I didn't know they had waterfront property in Afghanistan. I didn't know they had snow. Well, I guess it's a mountainous place. That is kind of shocking, honestly. Well, no, we watched the video of that car that they made, and it was in snow. Dude, they have old school ruins? This is... Afghanistan is looking pretty good. A rugged country inhabited by muscular men and traditional women. You will one hundred. You'll be one hundred percent safe since the war is over, and we no longer capturing tourists for ransom. I think that's good, dog. I mean, that their first tweet was three days after September eleventh. <laughs> they know what they're doing. Yeah, they're like, oh, we're we're trending. Yeah. We're trending. Now is the time to jump in. Let's go down. Let's see if this is fake. Um. The, okay, the Public Relations Department will be temporarily disassembled while Mullah Masood and his colleagues receive more online training. We are attempting to be honest and engaging, but some of you are taking advantage of this and misleading. <laughs> okay, the, okay, this might just be fake. We might, we might have gotten trolled. Look it up. Yeah, I don't know. It could be real. Oh no, the fact that that's closed makes me believe it's real. What's closed? The comments? Apologies. Oh, this is a fan account, not the real Ronaldo. What? This. Oh, meaning Ronaldo, the soccer player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Salim. Uh, Salim. Okay, so. Okay, that's what it is. Uh, so. The. Uh, um, oh, this is a fake account. What? That is. That, oh, okay. So they're saying Ronaldo is the goat uh-huh. uh, because Messi is doing gay shit. That's hilarious. Right? So Messi, right, this guy who's not actually Messi but has Messi's picture and a blue check mark, gotcha. tricked the Taliban, said, who runs this goaded account? So the Taliban quote tweeted it and showed uh, brother Mossad who's hanging out in the fucking thing with an AK in his laptop. Oh, and that's why he needed more training. And they're saying this guy needs more training because he got trolled. That's so funny. <laughs> Which, honestly, now I'm still on the fence about this being a joke or not. I think they're just being very honest. Bro. Um, Salomon Lakeham, Ronaldo. This is solid. Um, National Resistance Front. We are NRF tweeted a photo of its men in the mountains uh, with the statement. According to India Today, it's fake. But I don't know if India Today is a real news site. India Today is in the pocket of, you know, big Western journalism. Oh, yeah, well, big Far Eastern journalism, whatever. Bro, they just don't want, they don't want the Taliban to be winning. Yeah, I, I think that's true. India is very anti-Taliban. Nobody wants the Taliban to come up. 
Yeah. Let's go. All right. I, I, I choose to believe this is real. No matter what. Let's go, Taliban. Uh, I, I wonder. I mean, they must see this. They do have the internet. The Taliban? Yeah, they must know that this is a thing that exists. Yeah. I, I mean, they're setting it up, apparently. Yeah, it's real. I think it might be. I mean, so there. here's the thing. Right, pick any tweet, and let's see how much it clearly reads. Okay, we are NRF. We support the National Resistance Front of Afghanistan and believe in their vision of a free, safe, and prosperous Afghanistan. So NRF, right, is a real thing. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, you know, we're, you know, we're going to be in uh, Afghanistan and, and help people. And they're interacting with this account. Uh, no, so they quote treated them and said, yo, we see that you have boots on the ground. Uh, men in the mountains of state will establish democracy. Human rights, uh, women's rights, justice, and open girls' schools. Our defense ministry will dispatch extra fighters to track down these insurgents. Good. I mean, it does seem like dude heaven. Except for the fact that the broads that are there are probably not very good looking. Okay, what? What are you basing that on? I mean, their eyes just look so terrified. And also, no, uh, uh, no, they're Middle Eastern, and there's no um, incentive to shave anything. Bro. All right, fair enough. What are we doing here? Yeah, you're right. They're pretty hot. These broads are cute. And they legally are, they, you just, they got to do what you say. This one's in the military. They let this one in the military. Ooh. All right. Oh, Look, man. Taliban's doing pretty well. All right, let's move on. Fuck. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, God, Mike. Dude. 573 Gas Line, if you're listening live, and you want to talk to Michael Harrington about how long it takes him to push any one button. Okay, this is not good. Um, what Did you delete everything on that? I didn't machine? delete everything. I just hit the thing that goes up, and now I can't find the the one that I'm looking for. Any, I mean, it's missing. It's gone. This stinks. All right, I'll just do this. Where did that go now? What's going on with Lauren Bovert? Uh, she was getting handsy in the Beetlejuice play. It was the Beetlejuice play? Yeah, it was an off-Broadway rendition of Beetlejuice. By the way. Yes. It was in New York. No, no, no it was, was in it? Denver. Oh, it was the traveling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was off-Broadway. Uh, well, off-Broadway can also mean a couple of blocks from the theater district. Fair enough. Um, so she was at Beetlejuice, of all things. By the way, if you're going... <laughs> something about going to a live show of a movie... That isn't the Lion King that just makes you look like an asshole. What do you mean? Like, you go into a Beetlejuice musical? I went to the musical version of a Bronx Tale and it ruled. Why didn't you just go? He does the one man show every couple of years. Yeah, he does it every year, but it's not a musical with like doo wop and they got like a kid. It's, it was you great. went to Jersey Boys, you fucking idiot. No, it was a Bronx Tale musical, it was dope. You just love Chaz Palmetto. What do we got? We got a caller? Uh, yes, we do. What's his name? Okay. Hello, caller? Give me a second. If it's anything like you hitting these drops, we might be a while. He hung up. He interrupted our whole thing that we were going to do? Yeah. With, with Lauren Boebert and her fucking big titties? Damn. Pull up the outfit she was wearing, by the way. Because I don't think she's particularly attractive. Are you? I'm going to throw this out there. She looks like a low-rent Sarah Palin to me. Yeah, Exactly. But, like, younger. Than Sarah Palin was when she ran? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Sarah Palin 
There's something about her chin that I find very off-putting. Okay. Sarah Palin, age, she's currently 59. So mm -hmm. that means in uh, 2008, what's that, 15 years ago? So she was 44. Mm -hmm. I guarantee Bobert's in her 30s. Lauren Bobert, age 36. Okay. So yeah, almost 10 years. She ago. was wearing, but so apparently she was getting finger blasted at the at the movie theater. Uh, yes. So she no. So she was getting. Uh, she I was, saw. I saw the guy grabbing her titties. Yeah, she was getting her titties and felt she's on. She's vaping. And she was getting her titties felt on, and then she was like giving an over the pants hand job to this guy. Nice. Yeah, dude, it's fucking. Nice. It's gonna... And then other people were getting all mad. Dude, she's she's just like, look, I'll be honest. I think she's a, a bad politician. But I'll throw this out there. She's single, right? Yeah. Pretty sure she broke up with her husband to fuck a trainer. Oh, that's probably the trainer. No, it's some... So some pay, other dude. It's some... So here's the thing. This guy is a liberal, mm -hmm. and she came out and said, I'm going to need to check party affiliation uh, before I agree to dates with people because she believes the whole thing was a setup. Oh, because he happens to be a liberal? He's a liberal. He was like... He took her out, right? Mm -hmm. Fucking a little bit of the forbidden fruit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Beetlejuice. He asked for consent three times, and she had to say yes. So that's how them liberals uh, play. She was like, can I grab them titties? Can I grab them titties? Can I grab them yeah. titties? And he, she was like, bang! Yeah, and she's like... <clears throat> and then he's like, you want to see my sandworm? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Please, please, yeah. please. And then, look, she's getting into it like a little pig that she is. And then she gets all hot and heavy and starts vaping. And then the like old people in front of she her... She needed a vape just to calm down. That's what I'm saying. Yo, you gotta like, you gotta be like, look, I'm gonna start sucking. I need something in my mouth right now. Yeah, that's true. I yeah, need. Here's the thing: you can't, you can't give head at a live performance. Like, well, uh, maybe at like a a concert, but not at a play. No, dude, the actors can see you. Yeah, that's not. You should not do that. <laughs> can't be doing that. Like, so it's not a movie. It's not. That's crazy. Yeah. Instead, grabs a vape, takes a couple of drags. Which is, I'll be honest, the respectful thing to do. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, she's actually being a good person. These nerds in front of her, instead of sucking cock. These nerds in front of her are like, oh, this person's vaping. <laughs> so the usher comes over. And then she calls the usher a cunt and keeps vaping, and they have to kick her out. And they, she she pulled the you know who I am right? Probably. I mean, I there's like people who have said like some of the security guards were like, yeah, she pulled that, and we instantly threw her out. Yeah. You have to. Well, yeah, you can't. Once somebody pulls that card, you throw them out immediately. You can't encourage that sort of behavior. But I just also think it's like it's such a funny thing. It's like imagine you're like we're at Beetlejuice the musical. How could you? <laughs> yeah, dude, we came here to be wacky and whimsical, not fucking, not seeing people jerking it. Now the fact that I heard she was like yelling "woo," I would be annoyed at that, right? She was yelling what? She was like "woo" and shit like that. Oh, if she was, then that's honestly. If she's yelling "woo" I mean, while she's getting her titties for, grabbed, if it's on, no, at different points, like she was like very excited for the play, and she was like standing up and like she thought it was like she thought it was like uh, going to a concert. From what I understand, hey, she's a she's a noted moron. <laughs> yes, she is a noted moron, and she thought it was more like a concert situation. You want to take that caller? Yeah, we're about done with this. Moving on. Hello, caller. Also still looking at Lauren Bobert getting her fucking tits grabbed. I didn't say stop. Hello? Caller's on the line. Hello? Yes. How can I help you? 
Hello, you're live. Hello? Uh, yeah, you have to turn your uh, computer down because I'm here. I'm hearing okay, the delay. I'm here. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, hey, I can, hear, I can hear you now. What's going on? Hello? Hello? Yes. You're on the air. Yo. What's going on? How's it going, guys? All right. You disconnect the call. Can you hear me? Dis- hey, how's it going? Disconnect the call, Mike. Wow. Bro, I don't know what the fuck just happened. Whew. That guy's never used a phone um, before. Whew. No, I could hear the show on delay in the background. So he was just talking to he was talking to the show version of you. He did, yeah, I don't know what the, <laughs> oh. 573 Gaslight. No, actually, we're going to wrap this up. We got to do a couple of high societies. This was the uh, uh, pre Skankfest episode, you know, going on the road with. But come through. What are you talking about? With the pre Skankfest episode, the, the next episode of the show comes out the Friday midnight, like during the, the, the pre party. I'm going to be feverishly working to get this uh, this up. So. What? The, the, there's a, we have a whole episode before Skankfest. Oh. I better fucking record something. This weekend, yeah, I mean, Can I or some dynamic mics from yeah. this uh, studio. Probably not. Yeah, yeah. I think they're all in Alex's car. But what time? Uh, when are you getting to Vegas? Thursday. All right, we'll just do something Thursday. All right. Well, I was gonna say I'll be with Dave all weekend. I could just bully him into recording with me. I mean, if you're gonna, yeah, I mean, we can figure that out. We'll talk. All right, but uh, uh you know, follow me at Chris from B K L Y N on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, follow Mike VM Harrington on both of those platforms. Uh. We might have a good fun show plan for fucking uh, when we're over there. I want to not do the same rule as last year applies. I want to get. I want to take no advantage of the, the the name, and we don't acknowledge where we are or what we're doing. Uh, caller. Hey, how's it going, guys? What's going Sorry, on? How can I help you? Hey, um, I'm sad seeing y'all. It's gang fest. Mm-hmm. I'm also landing Thursday and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know I'm just hoping. I'm trying to. I hope for a miracle, and um, you know, first off, my name is Rest in Peace. Um, what is it? Uh, Mike Vecchione investigates. His last episode was today. Okay. Um, we'll investigate the murder is, of Mike Vecchione investigates after this. Yeah. Um, also, can I get a Juan Cena miracle of either Derek Dresser or uh, all the Durag and the Tear Tear uh, Tag guys? On, or the panties and the mouth guys to all come to Skankfest somehow. Any one of them. Um, I know Lemaire will be there. Derek was there last year. I haven't talked to him. I don't know if he's going this year. I'm, I, I, I have no idea. Um, Mike, you know more about this than I do. Yeah, I think. Uh, uh, so I think the do rag and the deer tag guys are going to be out there because Naeem is going to be a carnival of combat. Mm-hmm. So we have to do the... He's going to be part of the press conference. I see. Uh, on Team Butterly. Um, and I think, yeah, I think the rest of the deer tag... Do-rag and the deer tag guys Drew are coming, coming out. Yeah. Um, okay, so then, I mean, he was there last year. I'll be honest with you. We should get them for High Society, by the way, at yeah, some point. That would be incredible. That's a good, that's a good crossover. I, yeah, I may or may not have reached out about getting warm mode, but uh, it was a little too little, too little, little too late. That's more of a, that's more of a goon show thing. Oh, yeah. Um, all right, so yeah, we'll, we'll we'll work on that for you. We, you know, we'll make sure uh, have all your favorites at Skankfest lined up. I'm sure. Uh, uh, 
I'll tell, and I'll, I will make sure to tell David Tell that you thought he sucked, um, and you really wanted to see Derek Drescher instead. Oh wow, that's really awesome, dude. Yeah, I'll, you come <laughs> up to me and find me, and I'll make sure we go up to David Tell together. And I'm like, hey, uh, uh, Tell, he he thinks you stink, uh, and that old Jew over there is a better old Jew because he used to do heroin. I will say that. To him. All right. Well, this has been Notes of a Goon. Good night. Well, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. For if we don't find the next whiskey bar, I tell you we must die. I tell you we must die. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you. Say good.